Actually, this is Spilling Rubies. Hello, I'm your host, Tristy Taylor. I'm so happy to be here. This is episode six of Spilling Rubies. Can you imagine that? We've made it to six, everybody. You're tuned into KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. We're overjoyed that you're here. I uh, hope you are listening. Perhaps you're streaming online at kwtf.net forward slash listen. And uh, maybe you're tuning into one of the many wonderful apps that you can listen to radio on with your phone. So uh, we're so glad you joined us. Please sit back and relax and please enjoy. Well, hello there. Hey, it's Dr. Shauna, unlicensed sex therapist, your favorite on radio unlicensed sex therapist. Really, are there any others? I think I'm the only one. Uh, Tristy had to take a little moment. She had to take some calls. She's a busy lady, you know. And so, you know, I I step in from time to time. I mean, I I have my own radio shows, but of course, I have been uh, asked to leave several of the major... uh, radio station. So I'm very, very honored that KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay is willing to uh, host me. Is not afraid. Why'd you, why'd you have to lose you, leave your other shows? Oh, 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 who's this? Who's this? <laughs> who's this in my room? Uh, first of all, first of all, I'm just, this is a joke for me, okay? What? This is just coming on your show. I'm just doing this. My friends put, put me up to it, but I'm just saying this is a joke. I don't even care. I'm just going to do it. I mean, I don't care. But why'd you get kicked off the shows? 
Well, I, is that my first guest? Is that what's happening right now, darling? The, they brought me in here. Okay. My friend said, I'm going to do this. I don't even care. I'm just going to do it. I mean, okay. I don't have any issues. I don't have sex issues. But I'm just going to say what I got to say. I don't care. Uh, well, tell me your name, and then I'll answer John your question. John McCartney. John McCartney. Somehow I think you might be using a pseudonym, but John that's McCartney fine. is my name, okay? That's your birth name, your given name? Did your mother give you that name, or did you choose it? When okay. you were an adult. Okay, now you're getting sensitive. Okay, doctor. Okay, Francis McCartney is my name, okay? Oh, now we're getting to it. Francis. Can I call you Francis? I said my name is John McCartney, and I'd appreciate if we went with John All McCartney. Right, John. All right, John McCartney, you want the whole thing, huh? Can I call you John? Can we make it a little simple? Look, I, I'm just here. I'm just going to do whatever you want. I don't care. They're my friends, they said, like my brothers were like, look... You got to go on this, and you just got to work things out. And I don't even have a problem, but I'm just going to do it. I don't okay, care. John. Okay, John. That's fine. That's what I'm here for. I'm here to help. So tell me what's going on with you, John. Okay, first of all, like I said, I don't even think I have any issue. Okay? But my, my brothers were like, you know, you got to get on the show. You got to work things out. You got to tell them all your problems about intimacy. And I'm like, I don't even care. So you have problems with intimacy. That's what they say. Okay. This That's is what, what your say. friends say. Those are what my brothers say, yes. Oh, your brothers? Well, they're my fraternity brothers, but I don't even... Oh, yes. They're just like my brothers. Right, right, of course. You are a family. You are a tribe, as they say. Mm-hmm. Okay, so your brothers in your fraternity say that you, John McCartney, mm-hmm. have intimacy issues. But you do not agree, it sounds like. Or do you? You look worried. John. Okay, th- there's parts of it. There's parts of it that may be true. Okay, okay. I mean that's okay. fine. Okay, okay, that's fine. Shall we? Shall we explore those areas? That's why I'm on the show. I mean, I came on. I said I'm going to give it a try. I mean, you're you very can- brave, John McCartney. Let me just say that first. I can see that this makes you nervous, and I appreciate you coming on and being raw and being truthful. Well, first of all, I'm always raw. Are you? I'm. I'm always raw. I'm okay. live. Okay, good. That's great. That's wonderful, John McCartney. You, those eyes are piercing. I'm listening and I'm well, looking. I get a lot of ladies with these eyes, and that's see, that's not my problem. I got nice eyes. I got a nice nose, and I look good, and I present myself well. I come in. I've got a collared shirt on. Yo, a lot of people aren't doing this. Yeah, you look wonderful, John McCartney. Mm-hmm. And that's not my issue. If I'm coming home with some with some new girl, and then she's going, she's in, she's out. That's what she wants. She wants the she wants the facade. It's this visage that she's falling for. Ah, but she does not go deeper. That's what I'm saying. Mm. Look, I I'm not saying I have intimacy issues. You're I'm saying, saying these girls, that's all they want. Bang. Come on. Yes. You're saying that these ladies that you take home, that you choose to take home are shallow. Is that what I'm hearing, John? I can't. I, look, if I find a lady that's going to have something below the surface, she can stick around. Okay. But these ladies you feel are shallow themselves and therefore right. don't that's see your deeper self, so you do not see their deeper self. Is that right, John McCartney? Well, I haven't thought about that. Okay. Okay, so we're having a moment. This is what we say in the industry. We call an aha moment. It's like in the cartoons when a little light bulb goes on over your head, and sometimes you got to take a minute to, to process and understand where you, I what, think I what you're feeling. Okay, what are you feeling? Tell I us think, what you're feeling. I mean, honestly, there's some truth. Okay. There's some truth. I mean, I go out. I'm looking good. 
who am I going to pick up? I'm just going to pick up really fine ladies. And these fine ladies, that just want, they just want a fine man. Of course. Maybe I just need to go with... with Maybe I just need to go with some nasty-looking girls. Okay, so now you're saying that ugly equals deep. Is that true? Well, I have not. None of these girls I have gone with have had anything other than nice pumps, a nice dress, maybe some sexy lounge lounge. Where are you meeting these women, John McCartney? Like down at the pub. Okay. Is there another place you could meet ladies besides in a bar? Oh, like my mom saying, go to church. Go to church, Michelle ladies. I'm not going to go out with the church girl. No. I'm no. a young man. I look good. No, church is for when you're like 80 years old. That's, no. Wait, wait on the church. There are places in between church and a bar, John McCartney. Okay, Doc, I am now, I came in here fist up, swinging. Okay. I'm listening to you now. I know. Talk to me. I'm talking to you, darling. So, uh, do you have any interests? What do you like to do? I'm a dancer. And that's, oh. see, that's part of my problem. Well, I go out know. dancing. I'm moving. I'm looking good. I'm not, I can't dance in church. Well, some, some churches you can dance in. But I'm not Baptist. Okay. Okay. So, I, you are meeting it. shallow ladies on the dance floor as well. That's right. Okay. They like moves. Now, I find that a lady who can really dance has got some deep soul in her. So, I am wondering, John McCartney, if perhaps you and these ladies are missing a very crucial bridge that could be crossed. You just go right into the lovemaking, which is very understandable. Okay. If you're two beautiful people, you want to get right to it. But I'm going to say that there are other ways to connect before sex, after sex, whatever, whatever floats your boat. I'm not going to just tell you when to have sex, but let me tell you that there's more. There's more out there than... Uh, looks and sex okay well i mean you're turning on me i uh, got no, it first no, no. of all you're I'm turning here for you i'm here for you no but i'm saying you're turning you put some light on this because oh, okay. this all is what right. you're saying that these ladies might have something too but yes. maybe neither one of us are coming to the real issues of course because you are a very deep person i can tell that in the first five minutes of talking with you that you have a very deep soul so these women are missing that possibly you could be missing their deep side. You got a th- you're, you're a doctor, right? I, I, I once was a doctor. I am no longer licensed. You think maybe I should pick up doctors? Doctors are fine. They're interesting people. They you don't have to stick to doctors. I mean, there are people. You could, you could meet a lady on the street. She's, she's in the grocery store, and she's squeezing melons. And she might Why have, is she squeezing melons? She, well, she might have some nice melons on her, and you want to know oh, that's her. That's what I'm talking about. Okay. She could be a poet. She could be an opera singer. You don't know. You got to talk to her first. You got to take her out for coffee. You're talking about some nice looking girl just squeezing her melons and you think she's a poet. She could be. She could be very poetic. She could be a uh, industrial uh, music lover. She could be a... I don't know what that is. That's somebody who likes very angry mechanical music. I'm not in that. I'm not into poetry. I'm slightly dyslexic. I want like a girl who can dance. You know, that's what I'm into. I'm into dancing. That's fine. You can. There are dancing ladies everywhere. Are there are there dancing doctors? Yes, absolutely, absolutely. Although they're they're tired. You know, they're on their feet all day. Maybe they're not out on the dance floor. Do you know any? <clears throat> I, I, I could connect you with a few. Yeah, I, could, I, could, I could hook you up. Doctor, I feel like I came in here, I had a little something. Now I feel like we got something. <laughs> oh, my. What's so f- 
What's so funny? <laughs> what? That? What? Oh. This place is crazy. Ugh. It is it's crazy. It's crazy oh, here. Sue, take your pants off. Get loose. I don't know if I can. Oh, you know, my girl, everybody's walking around. They ain't got no pants on. They ain't got no pants on. Look at that. Mm. Hey, girl. Mm. I know. There's so many naked people mm. here. Oh, that dude's your... Put your pants on, bro. No one <laughs> wants to see that. I do. I, I do. His junk goes loose and gray. Uh. But Daddy Buck... Taking this in burning mass. What do people do? They take their drugs and stuff. I I think they take drugs and they and they dance and mm. and they get dusty. 
Mm. Are we gonna Are we gonna do drugs, Daddy? <laughs> Daddy Buck, you don't know about Daddy Buck. He packing stuff right now. What'd you bring? Oh, you got the water. I got the juice. You know what I'm saying? Oh. <laughs> Daddy Buck, Daddy Buck, he gonna make things work. You know what I'm saying? I heard about this dude came to burn a man's. He had nothing but like a toothpick. He left with a brand new Chevrolet, 1978. Wow. Straight up. That's what you got to do. And I came and I said, okay, okay. I'm going to bring my baseball card collection. I'm going to bring a pack of gum. See how work it, work it a little bit. I brought some, you know, a little bit of juice. I ain't going to say what it is, but I brought some juice. Juice, hey, get your juice. I brought my knitting tray. <laughs> okay, girl. Okay, you're going to make some. Make it by scarf. Yeah, yeah. I made, I made some capes. And I made a scarf, and 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 uh, I I, I want to trade for some drugs. Do you think that someone will take a knitted cape? Girl, these people are out their mind. They're gonna do whatever you want. They yeah. might just give it to us. Everybody, come over here, and get a scarf, get your mittens. They don't know. It doesn't matter. They're gonna do anything you tell them. These people are crazy. Wow. That's right, girl. You gotta get your Charlie Manson mindset on. These young. Didn't my, he kill a lot of people? Don't worry Daddy? about that. You ain't gonna. You ain't gonna kill some. I'm just talking about getting their hands a little bit. You tell anybody what they want to do. Look at all these disenfranchised youth. You can start a cult with all these people. Come on, my house. Let's go. Tell them to make you a garden and everything. You just sitting inside, working on your juice, working on your tan, doing them six minute abs. Uh. Come on, Sue. You look nice, girl. Get that scarf up. Everybody, Sue got some scarves. Come over here. Come on, get some scarves. Oh, it's so hot. I don't know if anyone's going to want to buy my scarves, Daddy. Oh, nobody's going to buy anything here. I'm going to trade. I got to think about what I want to trade. Okay, first of all, first off, mm, the almonds are nice. Mm, I'm glad I packaged these. Second of all, second of all, you got to turn that negativity around. You know what I'm saying? Flip it. Yeah, yeah. I got to flip it. <laughs> turn it around. So instead of worrying, I gotta just, I just gotta be carefree and 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 uh-huh. free Preach. like a like a like a free naked person uh, on the playa. Ah! Uh, don't take your pants off. I mean, you could take them off, but don't take all the business off while you in front of me. I but got there's a naked people everywhere, Daddy. Why can't I be naked? I mean, come on, girl. It's your Daddy Buck. Daddy Buck here. Daddy Buck at Burning Man's. Ha <laughs> ha! Daddy Buck. No, what I'm saying, girl. And first of all, you made the, you made the proper deduction before. I just sat back and let you say, okay, that's what I mean. Turn the negative around, make it positive, and you came to that of your own volition. I'm saying you got to do that with everything you do here. Just put your mind to it. You can do anything you want. You trade scarves. You get some coconut. You say you want to get drugs. Get some drugs, girl. Come on. Hey, look at this. That's right. Take that. Mm-hmm. Look at this look. guy, Daddy. He looks I- like a big starfish. <laughs> Look at this. Right from the ocean. He turned around. I get all that juice out of his back pocket. He walking around with a scarf and some mittens. Look at us. Take this, girl. Get loose. Get loose. Okay. Here I go. Oh, go to fucking town. Go to fucking town. Come on now. Get there. Train of loves are coming. Big black wheels are humming People waiting at the station Happy hearts are drumming Train man, tell me maybe Ain't you got my baby? Ever so often everybody's baby Gets the urge to roam But everybody's baby but mine's coming home Now stop your whistle blowing Cause I've got ways of knowing 
You're bringing other people's lovers, but my own keeps going. Train of love this evening. When she's not gone, she's leaving. Ever so often, everybody's baby gets the urge to roam. But everybody's baby, but mine's coming home. Someone, a million to one. 
are tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. It's Tristy, I'm back, and I'm so honored to have Mr. Bob Richards in the studio with me today. He is the unofficial KWTF psychic, and he has very, very generously offered to take a little time out from his busy, busy lecturing schedule to come into the studio with me tonight. And uh, I believe you're going to do my horoscope. Is that right, Bob? First of all, I want to say, Tristy, that I am so blessed by your presence. Oh, thank you. Yeah, to be able to come here to KWTF 88.1 is an amazing experience. And thank you for bringing me here. I'm, I'm honored that you would join me on, on this program. Tristy, you have such a scrumptious aura around you that it it's a delight to be here. It really is in this small, um, cramped room. It's very intimate. Mm. It's a blessing to be amongst your aura. Thank you. Thank you. Your aura is very nice too, Bob. Mm. Well, the last weekend, I was up in the Redwoods and I was polishing off the edges. I wanted to get a little deeper purple hue. On your aura? Correct. Okay, how, how do you do that, Bob? Well, the way that I do it is auto-suggestion. Yes. Okay, so what that... Um, I don't know if this will mean anything to your listeners, but um, I say what I want, and I concentrate really hard on it. I take a deep breath, and then I let it happen. Okay. Let it happen. Am I am I visualizing or am I feeling? Tristy, tell me what you want. <laughs> Better yet, tell yourself what you want. Okay. Like, uh, do I say it out loud? I guess it's a radio. I probably should. Please. <laughs> okay. Um, that's a huge question, Bob. What do I want? You know, I uh, I want to I want to. Are we getting specific? Which okay, I'm just gonna say what I want. <laughs> Tristan, I'm seeing, I'm seeing the calls. I'm seeing your phone light up. Everybody oh. is wanting you to go with it. What do you really want? You've taken, you've served this community so well. It's your turn. What do you need? What do you want? Hmm. I want a uh, collaborative, creative 
uh, inspiring, supportive community of people where we make things together and we uh, collaborate on projects and we support each other in the hard times and we celebrate each other in the happy times so that we can all feel less alone. You are so beautiful. KWTF listeners out there, Tristy, you and myself, let's take a moment. Let's visualize this. What does this look like? This is young people and old people and a diverse group of people coming together in community to serve not only your needs as far as being creative, but their own. They are, we are creating an outlet for their own talents mm -hmm. as we speak. And we see this as an opportunity for each person to become who they truly are. Every person is going to get in touch with the very part of themselves that is unique, that brings joy and life to others. Now, if we can all just take one moment here, feel that part of yourself. Everyone should feel it. The listeners should feel it. We're feeling it here mm. in the studio. Mm. Collaborative. Uh, this is a collaborative moment in the, in the energetic realm, in the energetic field. Breathe in. When I say we're going to breathe it out and, and let it happen, breathe out. <sighs> let it happen. Tristy, in that moment, in and of itself, you had created the reality for which you desired. Yes, Bob, I feel it. I feel changed. I'm a changed woman. That's very powerful, Bob. Thank you. Thank you, Tristy, for inviting me here and sharing this cramped studio with your aura. It's a delight. It is a delight. Tristy, I, I'm feeling something. I'm, I'm feeling... I'm feeling a small, is there a child? Is there a small child in your life? A small child in your life. Is there a small child in your life? Define small. He's about 3'6". <laughs> How old is this 3-foot, um, 6-inch child? How old are you, Samuel? Oh, Samuel. He says he's four and a half. Oh, okay. Samuel is four and a half. I don't know Samuel. Mm. He is going to play a role in your life, a very fortunate life. Now, I can't tell if he is going to enter this realm or if he's going to stay and do his work where he is, but he is, I see him as, as connecting with your own childish energy, releasing that playful aspect of you, which is exactly the part of you that I'm, oh, I'm feeling this now. This is the part of you that has to be released. This inner child, playful. Oh my, yes. And he's dancing. Oh, and Tristy, you are feeling the joy. Oh, Tristy, are you letting it go? You are feeling part of this. Oh, Tristy, this, Samuel will be a blessing for you in the time to come. Sammy. Mmm. I love it. Mmm. Yeah, I didn't, uh, I had a very difficult uh, childhood. Please share. <laughs> well, let me, I, I mean, not to go too deep, Bob, but uh, it, I, I definitely grew up in a house that did not uh, celebrate mm. my uh, joyousness and my um, 
well, my performer, my clown, like all the things that I'm currently trying to bring back out in myself that was um, like shut down. So uh, it makes a lot of sense that that's uh, a core wound and that a child could help me uh, find my way back to that joyfulness. Tristy, even more than that, in you right now, I see this gleam in your eye, which is nothing but playful joy. It is an ability to express yourself in a way that is not apparent in many persons. A lot of people have, an, people have a myriad of skills. Uh, we have surgeons. We have bakers. Everyone approaches their own, their own craft with their own abilities. You, your craft in and of itself is the attitude that you bring every day, every situation. And this gleam in your eye is coming out, and you have only only to exhibit it time and again and with every time you bring it out you'll become more practiced more rehearsed until all those restrictions are broken free hallelujah i'm a believer i believe in you thanks bob blessings to you tristy thank you for letting me share this time in this cramped studio Thank you, Bob. That was very, very powerful. Bob Richards, everyone. Unofficial KWTF psychic.
You are tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM Bodega Bay. And I'm so happy to have my very, very special guest on tonight, Mr. Julius Hunter. How are you doing? Thank Tristy, this has been, first of all, I just want to say, this has been so much fun all night. I've been having a ball, having characters here going at it. I haven't been on the radio in quite some time, and I appreciate this. Thanks, Tristy. It's good to be back on the mic, mm. isn't it? It is. And especially not having to control the music and such. You're doing a fine job, <laughs> I can just relax and eat my almonds. Or, or whoever I want to be, I can just sit back here and have a good time. Thank you. Thanks a lot, Tristy. <laughs> now, Julius and I met doing improv here in Sonoma County. He's That's right. Tristy is a gem to work with, to play with. Tristy is so fantastic that when she said she had the show, I knew I wanted to be on it. And it just turned out as good as I thought. I'm so happy you could be on. It's so great. Mm. I am, like I said, as um, <laughs> I think I said as Bob Richards that I've been blessed to be here. I feel the same way as Julius Hunter, the real me. I'm blessed and unfortunate. And like I said, comedy, and we were talking on the music uh, during the music segment. Uh, that comedy has just given me so many opportunities to meet so many great people. And I am so fortunate. So blessed and so happy to be here tonight. That's great. Thank you very much. That's one of the reasons I wanted to start this uh, program, Spilling Rubies, is because I know so many amazing, funny, super talented improvisers and artists and musicians, and I wanted to uh, get them all on the air so you could all hear them because everybody's sort of scattered to the winds and in their little studios and doing their little weird projects. and. It's just a, such a nice uh, vessel to have where I can every week invite these uh, special, amazing people to come on the air and just play with me. Tristy, Trist, if I can say something about that, you were saying that, you know, you have all these people who are going their disparate, uh, you know, ways, whatever means they want to go. Some people make it in the YouTube videos or some people in their their attic for six months cutting an album or something. And God bless that. You know, I appreciate everybody who's in their own artistic endeavors or whatever they may be into. I like the idea of, hey, forget fame. You serve the community when you make your friends laugh at a party. You, you know, you can really make a good night for your niece if you play a little song on your guitar. You don't have to be famous, and that's what it's about. If you can just share your gifts, and that's why I appreciate you doing this show. So I'm, I'm so happy you're here, Julius. Tell mm -hmm. me, um, you mentioned films. Now, mm -hmm. do you, are you a filmmaker? I make films. Um, I also have slept in boxes, and I've also played with puppets. Uh, <laughs> so basically what I'm saying, I've dabbled in a lot of things. I would not call myself a filmmaker. It's something that I'm putting my efforts into currently at the moment. And hopefully it will see a better outcome than sleeping in boxes has. <laughs> I am also a, a puppeteer myself. Oh, my, Tristy, you must do it. Can you do it on the show? That would be fantastic. <laughs> Just come on the show, pull your puppets out. We can, we can narrate this. We can bring on some football announcers and talk about their moves or whatever it may be. <laughs> I've had several people ask me uh, if I was going to bring puppets onto this show. In jest? Uh, no, in total seriousness, because they know my uh, they know so many of my puppet characters from my <laughs> the the films that I've made, and I just don't know if it's going to work. But you know. Um, my husband Justin is mm -hmm. we also share the la we share last name. Yes, yes, also a filmmaker. So he has offered that when it is time to bring the puppets on the show, that he will squeeze into this tiny room with us. God bless you, but that's not going to happen. <laughs> he won't. <laughs> that grizzly bear is not going to fit in this booth. No, sir. Uh -uh. There's already too many bears in the caves, big boy. You're not going to make it. <laughs> oh, he's a good man, but no, sir. 
<laughs> I mean, how does he work on planes, though? Honestly, do you have to buy two seats for him? Sometimes. Or does he have to sit up in front with the pilots? Sometimes we have to buy two seats for him. Um, can you tell people? I mean, if people who haven't met this man, imagine the tallest man you've ever met and then put the second tallest man you've ever met on top of his shoulders. <laughs> That's how big this man is. He's a big, oh big man. Oh, my gosh. Six foot nine. He's not coming into this. He's not having anything to do with this. If, and can you imagine a pilot when they see this man walk on? They just shake their heads or they see if they can scoot forward a little bit or just, <laughs> no, we just stored us. We're full. You know, he can't. <laughs> no, he's not going to work. Yeah. Uh, have you ever gone on oh, like a, a flight, like long distance traveled, like flown to Asia or anything like that with him? No, we've gone to New York. That's the furthest On we've On gone. how? <laughs> Did you on a have little to <laughs> stupid plane? And I remember this woman in front of him tried to like lower her seat, you she know, loses. and he just like pushed her pushed seat. That Paul up there? And it was like, it's not <laughs> going to happen. And she was so angry. And he's like, what do you want me to mm-hmm. do? Like, uh-huh. I am a giant and uh-huh. I am forced to sit in this tiny seat behind I could, you. I could see that lady being somewhat like a puppet. Or him being like a ventriloquist with, you know, a lady reclining. She looks so tiny on him. <laughs> That's true. God bless. That's How true. much? No, can I ask? I, you know, we got to play a song here real quick. Oh, no, but, no, we're fine. We're fine. Okay. Okay. What I want to know, though, is... How, do you just go to buffets? There's, how do you feed him? You cannot make enough food for him. You just roll into a, a buffet. I think that's an old joke. Like, well, you can't eat anymore. No more food. That's a, that big fat comedian used to do that. But he, as soon as uh, he comes around, there's no way you could let him in a buffet. There are several uh, buffet owners, especially in the town he grew up in, in uh, Carlsbad, California, that... Because he has a brother as well, no. who's six foot seven. God bless his mom. And uh, his older brother, six foot seven, and and his father, you know, is is no small sack of potatoes. And so they would go. Uh, I mean, feeding two growing teenage boys that are giants. Yep. I mean, he, they'd hit every buffet in town and then some. Yep. And they got banned from a few. Uh huh. Now, did you say they grew up in the forest, foraging? <laughs> They grew up hunting a lot okay, of meat. Yeah. Okay, yeah, that yeah. would make more sense. That would definitely make more sense. And you're saying a specific strategy. You have to do that as a mom. You oh, just yeah. take them to the buffets. Yeah. I remember coming to her house, his mom's house, for the first time, and she showed me her four freezers. And she's like, I guess I don't need these anymore. <laughs> <laughs> Some of her big, giant sons had moved out. But so, she needed four freezers to uh-huh. keep them fed with meat. She bequeathed one to you, I assume, <laughs> at the wedding. There you go. Congratulations, here's a freezer, and I'll be packed it with meat, so it'll cover the first week. <laughs> Our good friends, Jeff and Leela, just because his birthday, his 40th birthday is this week. Mm. and um, Happy birthday. They, uh, they're so smart, and they know him so well, and they just gave him a big bag of meat. <laughs> <laughs> Locally sourced mm. Bacon, locally sourced pork, you know, mm-hmm. they just, they know. They know how, how high our meat bill is. Right. I think I might just take him out for a drive in the woods and we'll shoot a bison. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, he's got to drive in his own vehicle because he and a bison do not fit in the same car. I know there's some cars he doesn't fit in. Mm. What Now, what does he, does he have one of those Flintstone cars where you just ripped out the bottom and he's got to be walking around in him? He has a big, giant van that he fills up with stuff. No, he don't fill stuff up. He fills the van up with him, <laughs> and then he staples things to the top of the roof. He has a scavenging business, and for some reason, all the people he hires to help him are these little, like, tiny, but super strong. I mean, they hold their own with him, but it's just— Let's not be racist now. 
I'm not being racist. Okay. okay. They're just small people of all races, actually. <laughs> and they're just as strong as he is. But it's so hilarious to watch them, like, going off on a deal. And there's here's this giant. And then there's, like, a five-foot-one guy, you know. And well, five-foot-one. I just didn't know if you were saying, like, small, like, you know, in comparison. Like, they're standing next to him, so they look five-foot-one. No, but in no. Reality, these are, are very five. small people. Mm. Does he carry them around then when he's not, <laughs> when he's not carrying anything? <laughs> Some of them might want to be carried after a day with Justin. He puts them through the ringer, that's for sure. Here, let's carry this dental chair down four flights of stairs. Oh, my word. Uh, Tristy, I was hoping you could do me a favor, though. Yes. There's this, you made a nice CD, and there was this one Doc Bog song. That's what I, I got queued up. Yes. yes. Okay, we'll listen to that, and then we'll, uh, we'll come on back. Come on, you good time people, while I've got money to spend. Tomorrow might be money, and I need have a dollar, not a friend. We and I have plenty of money, good people, my friends were all standing around. Pocket, but was empty, not a friend on earth to be found. Last time I seen my little woman, good people, she had a wine glass in her hand. She was drinking down her troubles with a low down sorry man. Oh, my daddy any good people my mama she told me more that if i didn't quit my rowdy we'd have trouble at my door i wrote my woman a little good people i told her i was in jail she wrote me back an answer saying honey i'ma come to go your bail all around so jailhouse it ain't any good people Forty dollars won't pay my fine Coin whiskey has around in my body Poor boy, pretty women is a troubling my mind Give me cornbread when I'm hungry, good people Corn whiskey when I'm dry Pretty women are standing around me Sweet heaven when I die If I'd listened to my mama, good people I wouldn't have been here today But a drinking and a shooting and a gambling At home I cannot stay Go dig it I met a good people Go dig a hole in the ground Come around all you good people And see this poor rounder go down When I am dead and buried My pale face turned to the sun You can come around and mourn little woman And think the way you have done <laughs> that was a little uh little doc doc bogs mm, that was good times to take me back home that was great yeah so back home 
Poplar Bluff, Missouri. Tell me, tell me about growing up in Missouri. Well, I'll tell you what. Uh, you know, you have the stereotypical notion of people sitting around plucking on banjos and drinking moonshine and fact. That's how it was for me. <laughs> you know, I was still, don't get me wrong, that's not the way the, the total populace was, you know, in my town. But that's, that's what my family, the hunters were known in Poplar Bluff as being a little more redneck. You know, where I come from, they call it Hoosiers. But uh, basically, we, we stuck out. We were down home. We, you know, we we went hunting for deer. We got our own food. We, we ate catfish. And, you know, we played the banjo. And we ran around without shirts on, boys or girls, until it was awkward. And we had good times down there. What about school? Well, sometimes I went, sometimes I didn't. You know, the old Huck Finn, get uh-huh. down there river. <laughs> you are very much a grown-up Huck Finn, that is for sure. Oh, uh, no, but we had good times, you know, and, uh, well, the third grade teacher, okay, third grade teacher was my uncle. Oh. I showed up to class every day. Because I bring that up because every other, all six other, seven, seven other years, pfft, I couldn't have been there a third of the time. Half the time. Let me be honest with that. I'm going to lie. Half the time I wasn't there. You know, third grade, I was there every day. Because you were worried your uncle would get mad? or No, because he picked me up. (laughs) So you had a ride. (laughs) Yeah, every day he made sure I came. He said, are you going to make me look like a fool, boy? You're coming to class. So how did you get into making and creating things? Look, I've always been making and creating. I go down, we'd catch... We'd catch fish, you know, we'd make, we would take the guts of the catfish and splay it on there, and we would do paintings like that. My, my cousin is a painter, and my other cousin is a welder, and we would just do really natural art. We would do rock, we would do rock sculptures, you know, and back, that, back then, I didn't know it was art. I didn't know, like, there was a distinction for art. You know, they talk about that in, in Native American society where they had all these decorated teepees and such, and they didn't say, well, what is art, you know, because it's just a function of your normal society. That's what you did every day. It wasn't nothing fancy. You weren't getting paid for it, but it was just an expression. But I, I went all too long. That's a problem with my. That's a problem with me sometimes. No, you're fine. You're okay, fine. Okay, Tristy, I'm sorry about that. You you have a, many different uh, volumes in your speaking, oh, so I'm yeah. just monitoring the well, levels. I, I I'm trying it. to be a good radio <laughs> DJ right well, I, now. You know, I'll tell you what. That Bob Richards, he made a good point. A lot of people made a good point. This is a cramped studio. <laughs> I know. I have I have some friends that are are eight and ten years old, and they're a totally amazing band. Like they sound exactly like the wow. Who, and I want to get them on the show. Please. But they uh, want to bring their entire drum kit in here, and I was like, it's not oh, gonna happen. <laughs> And so they're being very prima donna rock stars about it and we're like refusing to come unless they can bring their drum kit. I was like, acoustic, you got to have one acoustic uh, song, but they're young. They're but rockers. they're, oh my gosh, they have little tiny skinny jeans. Like this eight year old boy, like, has figured out how to make his jeans skinny jeans and he has like a big mop top, like, you know, Pete Townsend hair. Like, they're, I mean, this is babies of the YouTube generation. Like, they oh, watch they all it. of those videos and they, they mimic it. it. Yeah. It. You know, you see that now. You'll see geniuses that are, you know, in any genre, any, in any, any manner. You could be, you know, you don't even need to go to university. You could have a doctorate in whatever subject you want just watching YouTube. <laughs> or you could learn how to juggle monkeys. It doesn't matter. Everything's on YouTube. It's all right there. But these 8 and 10 years old, they're going to come on the show sometime. You I think hope it, so. Can you just, can you record a video of them? Uh, that would be great. Yeah, we'll try to record it. Get the grizzly it. bear to get something over there. Now, did I, now, what kind of camera does he have? 
I mean, he gets gonna crush him in his hands. Oh, I don't know. I couldn't tell you. He has a nice camera. I okay. don't know. What well, it let's is. not. We riffed on him enough. <laughs> you know, happy know, birthday! He's gonna be, you know, like, he's stop gonna be talking about he's me. Good looking man, though. Good, well proportioned, though. I mean, as far as tall he is, he's a good, well proportioned. Definitely, I think he's very handsome and very strong. So, what we were riffing on earlier, Daddy Buck, he was he was going to uh, Burning Man's. Yeah. And uh, have you been to Burning Man? I never have, but I brought that up because it seems like they were talking about that art. You know, that seems to be coming up back and you know back and again uh, tonight. Is this this idea that people just do art for art's sake out there? Yes, absolutely, definitely. Okay. Now, what did you did you all bring something? Oh, to Burning Man? Yeah. Did, did you, I mean, do you have something that you do when you come out there? Do you set up a tea shop? Do you get back massages? <laughs> or do the giant just walk around and carry people and transport them one place to the other? Uh, well, Justin has made uh, giant sculptures, oh. and he also used to be part of a um, camp called the Love Rangers. And they would range around the playa and offer love in whatever form was needed. And he was very good at giving... Um, platonic hugs bear hugs non-sexual hugs you have to be very specific on the playa about what can be sexual what cannot be sexual and so a lot of people just wanted to be hugged by a big giant man and didn't want it to be sexual so he provided that quite often i gotta say i was rendered speechless that doesn't happen much <laughs> but you were talking about that he was part of that team walking around and I, you said he's a ranger so i just see him walking around some sort of militarized uniform on yeah and a big just, pink jumpsuit and asking people what they need yeah i'd imagine that to be probably the most frightening experience of half these people's lives and then when they get a hug from him probably the most validating yeah definitely people love it mm. what song are you gonna put on here tristy well, it's actually uh, time to say goodbye. Well, for, Julius, the, for our listeners dear. out there. Yeah. Oh, yeah, yeah. We're not saying goodbye yet. No, we're going to go out and have a, have a little cocktail or something. Yeah, definitely. Okay. <laughs> so I really want to thank my guest, Julius Hunter. Thank you so mm. much for coming on the show. Mm. I hope you'll come back. Look, I'm going to come here every Tuesday. I'm going to stand <laughs> right outside. And as soon as somebody misses a joke, misses a line, you yeah, know I've done that quite a bit tonight. But they're going to get the Sandman come in here and just take them out. And I'm going to riff until I get hurt. And then somebody else has got to come in. <laughs> I riff until you get hurt. Yeah, it's elimination rounds here. But, Tristy, this has been so fun. I appreciate this. And I thank, thank you for what you're doing for the community, giving people an outlet to share some of their talent. Well, thank you for coming on. I'm happy to do it. You are tuned in to KWTF 88.1 FM, Bodega Bay. I'm so happy that you tuned in to Spilling Rubies tonight. What a wild ride, right? We'll see you next week with another very special guest. Opa!
Jesus, keep me satisfied. 